Welcome back to this special edition of the Geshmak of our podcast, Parashas Miketz. Also, the first night of Hanukkah, Freilich and Hanukkah, to you all. Emir Tashem, we should be Zaycha to see the light amongst the darkness and for it, for it to inspire us, to give us Kaychus, to live full lives, to steig and come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout this entire winter Zman. Our story begins... With Alexander the Great's systematical conquest of all of the known world, reaching Eretz Yisrael, ultimately him dying, him dividing up his kingship, his his entire um, legislative, judicial, and executive branch into three different rulers: uh, an Assyrian rulership, a Ptolemaic rulership, an Egyptian rulership. The Israelites, the Jewish people, ultimately were underneath the Potomac and then eventually underneath the um, Assyrian rulers. And things were not terrible for the Jews at this time. We're talking about the second temple, the Churban Bayesheni, or this is before the Churban. We're still living. We still have about 250 years until the Romans come in and take over and mess everything up. So we're living quite well in Israel. Then a new ruler takes over for his father. His name is Antiochus. He believed in himself to have somewhat of a divine uh, Messiah, that he came from gods. He would put idols of himself up throughout Israel. And he started to impress upon the Jews a harsh Hellenistic mentality, which before was just merely an idea, but it would not actually impose any harsh edicts or rulings upon us, and we were able to study Torah and serve Hashem in peace. This Antiochus decided to make things very hard by closing mikvahs, assuring bris milah, prohibiting Shabbos observance, and very quickly, things became very hard for the Jews. What the Jews used to do, this is the famous legend of the, of the dreidel, was hide their Judaism. They would run into the caves and pretend to be playing dreidel when the, Jew, when the enemy would walk in, but really they were studying Tyra. And throughout all this time, the weak ones amongst the Jews would sometimes fall into the Hellenistic ways, but the strong ones would continue to persevere. As the times got tougher, and Antiochus' edicts became stronger, Klal Yisrael said, enough is enough. There's a famous episode of a Jewish person slaughtering a pig to pagan gods. And enough was enough. The Maccabees were formed. We need to get Antiochus out of here. Maccabee is a acronym for Mi Kamoicha Bo'elim Hashem. Their battle cry of who's with me? Who's with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Let us fight back. And the odds were stacked against us. At first we were just 600 people fighting against 2,000. Then another army of 4,000. Then another army of 40,000, but the Jews continued to win with miracle after miracle. No matter what the odds were, the Jews continued to win. Ultimately, we know that we won all of the battles. We marched into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies, to restore the Kedusha, to restore, restore the holiness. And we could find no oil, either because the oil was far away and we would have to travel there and back, and it was going to take too long to be able to get the kosher oil or because although we had oil, it was not 
sealed. It was not extra virgin olive. Olive oil was not, did not have the priestly seal, and therefore was not all the way lechatchila. It wasn't the best oil to be used. I'd like to bring down first to discuss the idea of the dreidel. Why is it on Hanukkah that we just spin a dreidel, although it's a minug accepted by all, what is the source of the minug? So I compiled a couple different sources and a couple different ideas as to the dreidel. Number one, the dreidel, when you spin a dreidel, you spin it from the top. It's actually ironic because it's called a top. But this is brought in the Sefer Tamei Amen Hagim, that the non-Jews attacked us from down here. They attacked us in a world of earthly beings. But what we did is we saved ourselves through Hashem saving us. So we grabbed the dreidel or the top by the top to mm, recognize and um, reestablish our understanding that Hashem was who saved us and it was from above. What understanding that I saw. And it also can be contrasted to what we do on Purim is we grab the grogger from below because that was much more of a physical war in which we saw at Behester Panim, Ayin Shum, Purim time. Another idea, which is that by Purim, I'm sorry, that by Hanukkah, when we're all playing dreidel and you spin the dreidel, ultimately, this is brought in the Kabbalistic sources, that you do not win dreidel until your dreidel has fallen. Which is to signify to us that in order to win in life, sometimes it takes a fall. You must fall, Sheva Yipol Sadik, become a righteous person, a smart person, a Chacham, a knowledgeable person, will always learn from his fallings, from his Nipolos, from his um, shortcomings, to never do that again. That is another thing we learn from the dreidel. A third thing we learn from the dreidel is that once you spin your dreidel, it is no longer in your control. You cannot decide which letter you want it to land on, but you can merely spin it and hope for the best. When it comes to our life, the dreidel also real is, is there to symbolize and tell us and remind us that we can spin the dreidel, we can do our shtadlus, but the rest is in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hands. There's another minog to eat oily foods, and it's been suggested that the oil is to remind us of the nace, the miracle that happened that we did not have enough oil, and therefore we celebrate with oily foods. We eat latkes, fried potatoes, we eat donuts, fried dough. Another idea that I heard is that the Hanukkah nace was that we were saved from the Hellenistic approach. If you look at any um, old Greek statue of Odazara, you will always see a man chiseled with muscles bulging in the biceps because that is what they believed in. They pranced around in the nude to show off the koach of the body, which is obviously anti what we believe in. We eat oily foods to therefore, sh to therefore show that we do not want any part of the Hellenistic approach, but rather give me another schnitzel, give me another latke, give me another donut, because I do not want to have chiseled muscles. And therefore... A donut made with Splenda or only having one might not fully be Yotze, your mitzvah of oily foods on Hanukkah. Interestingly enough, there's another mitzvah of Hanukkah. After we light our neros, on a more serious note, the mitzvah is brought that it has to be a persume nisa, a publicizing of the nace. If you break it down, this concept, it's very interesting that we don't find anything in Judaism that is merely about showing outwardly something that we do. 
Every mitzvah is about growing our neshama, growing something that's hidden. Hashem himself is hidden. Our neshama is hidden. We're supposed to grow our midas, which no one else can see necessarily. We're supposed to grow our Torah, which ultimately is a private thing. How come when it comes to Hanukkah, all of a sudden are we showing off? And the Mahalach that I saw from the Mashkiach, the Or Oilam Rabbi Rucham Zechazatik of the Vikadash Levracha, is based on a Rabbeinu Yonah and Shari Tshuva. That we say Kadash, 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 Hashem Tzavakos. Hashem is the holiest of holies. Malay Kol Aritz Kivodo. Everything in the world is filled with God's glory. Lives in a table, Hashem. Lives in a Chumash, Hashem. Lives in a cell phone, Hashem. Everything is Hashem's glory and Hashem's honor. It's our job. To find Hashem in that. And that is why that we're not allowed to live above Teva. We must follow the world structure. We must follow the idea to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it might even be prohibited to not do such a thing. We must sleep the proper amount of time. Hashem created a physical structure in the world. Teva, Hashem hid himself in this world, in nature. Pursue Nisa is such to say, all of what's going on in this world is ultimately a nace. And it's only known, it's only revealed to us when there, that everything is a nace, that all regular teva is a miracle, all regular nature is a miracle, when you see it stop and the water go the other way. You realize that there's something bigger going on here. Persume Nisa is to say, all of this is a nace and let's show it off. Let's be megala it. Let's realize it. The zman of Persume Nisa, the zman of Chanaga is not just to light at a regular uh, shkia, light at nightfall, but rather to light as long as there are people in the marketplace, the Shulchan Aruch says. That's not until the last time that you can light in Shisim and Reish Ayin Beis. Because Pursume Nisa asserts that we must publicize, show the world that Kiddush Hashem, all the more people the better. There's a mitzvah of Suda segueing into a new topic of Suda, a Suda's Chanukah, having friends over a Masiba. It's actually a Shaila in the Paiskim if it is a mitzvah. Being that the um, Greeks did not attack our bodies, but rather our souls, unlike Purim, where there's a mitzvah to be mar bebesu, the Hanukkah, it's not so clear. The Ramon, Simon Rishayin Beis, says that it's a ksas mitzvah. It is a little bit of a mitzvah. In order to fulfill the for sure side, the vaday mitzvah, we therefore sing shiros v'tishbachos. We sing songs to Hashem. We sing songs to bring us closer to Hashem, and we also say Torah at that meal. In order to increase the, for sure, the vadai mitzvahs that are being done at that suda. We can also suggest that possibly it would be a mitzvah to invite more people, because it would increase more presume nisa, more revelation of the holy miracles that Hashem did. There's also another commandment to say Al-Hanisim in all of your davenings. We begin tonight by saying on all of the miracles that God did for us, Al-Hanisim, we thank Hashem for the Melchamos. It's also asked, why do we thank Hashem for the Melchamos? Why do we thank Hashem for the wars? Thank Hashem for the winning of the wars, but why do we thank Hashem for the ultimate war themselves? Just thank Hashem for winning. And that we can probably already think of ourselves, that answer, which is that we only grow and have success through the actual milchama. The win in and of itself comes from God, but the milchama is the reason that we were successful. Moving on, there's a concept in the achronim, and also hinted to specifically in the Sefer Das Torah, and previously 
in the Sefer HaTur, that in the further we get from Harsinai, the more darkness that there is in the world. And the Hanukkah Neros are to show light in the, in the world. And we know that the nature of the world is such that the more darkness that there is, the brighter the light shines. Rabbi Rochim says in Parsha Shlach that we might feel some elements of Chalisha's Hadash, some giving up hope of how am I ever supposed to bring Mashiach, how am I supposed to reach greatness if the ones before me reach greatness, but they couldn't bring Mashiach. Says Rabbi Rochim in Parsha Shlach that since we're further from Harsinai, since there's more darkness in the world, our candle burns brighter. When Hashem, from the bird's eye view, looks down and says, Do you see my little Moishala? It's easier to pick Moishala out of a crowd in 2021 because his candle shines brighter as opposed to in previous generations when there was more candles, there were more gedolim, and therefore it was harder to even notice. What Everyone could understand it on their own level. But Hanukkah definitely represents for us that a candle, one candle can knock out Tons and tons of darkness. The more darkness, the brighter the candle shines. We're zoichet to godless through being that candle. The Rambam writes in Perak Dalid in Hilchas Chanukah, Mishnah Gimel, that Hallel is supposed to be said on Chanukah. Chanukah's main mitzvah is Yemei Simcha v'Hallel. It should be days of happiness, and it should be days of Hoida'ah, Thanks to Hashem, it should be days of Hallel. It should be days of praising Hashem. The Rambam also says that the Ner Mitzvah, the Ner Chanukah, is a Mitzvah Chaviva Ad Ma'od, a very, very Chaviv Mitzvah. It's brought in Rashi, in the Gemara, in Chabez, in Shabbos, that the reason that it's such a holy, holy Mitzvah is because a person's kids become righteous based on a person's scrupulous adherence to the Mitzvahs. Definitely it'd be Chaviva Ad Ma'od because you can... Be zochet to holy kids through our hadlakas neiros through our Hanukkah lighting. Let us all be makabim mika mocha be'elam Hashem nickers. Let us be Jews who fight back because the ultimate battle between the physical and the spiritual continues to this day. Let us recognize that the main mitzvah is a lahodos ulahalel to praise Hashem. Let us gather many people together, sing songs to Hashem, pay attention to the words in halel. And the mirat Hashem will be zayicha to be mi kamoicha bo elim Hashem a freilich in Chanukah.